1: Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Said. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Reco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Coast Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, on a Wednesday, we are the day after a storm, and that's a good thing. Al and Jerry with you. Uh, what's up?
0: Oh, hi, Jerry. I, um... Stayed in the city last night. I heard. Yeah. And uh, I stayed in a hotel nearby. What did you do all day? That's a great question. So what did I do all day? I normally leave here at 11 a.m. after we're done podcasting. Right. Well, yesterday, uh, you can't check into a hotel until 3. So from 11 till about uh, 2.40, 2.45, I worked on uh, my Al's Boring podcast on uh, putting, tweeting out like clips. I uh, I cleaned the office up, my office. I organized. I threw some things away. Uh, then when I went to the hotel room, they did have a gym there. Although nice. These little tiny uh, New York hotels, the gym consisted of uh, a bench and dumbbells. <laughs> that was it? But that was all I really needed. You can do chest, shoulders, arms. Well, as long as you're
1: the only one in there.
0: And I was. Right. I was the only one in there. And um, because I didn't pack a, a, a big bag... My um, sleeping pajama pants doubled as my gym oh my pants.
1: Gosh. You went down there in, in sleeping pants?
0: No, actually, I went down there in sweatpants. I sleep in sweatpants. So it didn't look ridiculous. Uh, and then I, the T-shirt I wore was the T-shirt I wear to bed as well. So, uh, And then I forgot to pack sneakers, so I had shoes on.
1: So you went to the gym and worked right. out. By the way, it doesn't sound ridiculous at all because they're sweatpants, so it's fine.
0: Didn't look crazy,
1: but you were. But shoes seems a little odd. That was odd. And then because, as you say, you probably didn't sweat. You then slept in that. I did. Ugh, gross.
0: That's correct. Not only did it. Did, not only did I sleep in that. I had previously slept in that. Ugh. And then wore it to the you gym. You must
1: have smelled fantastic. Well, no that one was matter. around. You're by yourself. I was by myself. You think, then, you think the biggest waste of space in hotels are gyms because it's amazing all these trips I've been on. No one uses them.
0: Uh, yeah, people like to go in and uh, run on a treadmill, but rarely do you get people that are there
1: working out. Yeah, that's true. Especially with the weights, not common.
0: Yes, not not I, wanted common to, at all. I wanted to. I uh, wanted to. I went to a, a burger place near the hotel last the night for dinner. No, not Burger King. McDonald's. Uh, It was called, uh, I think it was called Black Tap.
1: Okay. So more of like a bar and grill place or really just a fast food place? You
0: know, this is the problem with New York. Everything's like an in thing or an out thing. So I was looking at things near the hotel that I could walk to and it was sleeting and hailing and windy, so I didn't want to go far.
1: You just said it was winding.
0: Winding. (laughs) So I looked on the, uh, I Google mapped where I was and said, what's near me? Okay. And 400 feet from me was uh, this place called uh, Black Tap, I believe it was called. Sounds good.
1: I uh, I would have thought there was beer there if you said
0: tap. Right. Yes. Uh, Craft beers and the best burgers in town. I was reading reviews. They're like, you have to go. You have to wait in line 45 minutes to get in. Come on.
1: But I was like. Good day, though. I
0: was like, this is going to be perfect. It's 430 in the afternoon. Uh, All the, the businesses nearby, no one was in the offices. I go in there. There's 15 stools at a bar. That's all they have. Fif- okay. 15 stools. There were 14 filled. There was one left. You got to be kidding. So I got in there, yeah. No, no tables, just a no bar tables. and stools. Bar and stools. I go in there, and it was one of those places where you feel like you there's a proper way to order and a proper way to sit and a right. proper way. So other people came in that wanted to uh, eat there, but all the stools were taken. So the guy goes... um, uh, go outside and wait around the corner. We'll come get you when a stool becomes available. And the people go were looking outside up, and wait <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Drop dead. How yeah, about that? That's what happened. That is bizarre. Man. And I also panicked and ordered a, a Coors Light because I didn't recognize any of those uh, craft beers. Sure. And I didn't want to get like a bad beer.
1: I don't think. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, that makes sense. It's safe. You know what it is. You're gonna like it. You're all good. What did you get?
0: I got a uh, turkey burger with sweet potato fries and a Coors Light.
1: Well, you really go out on a limb, don't you?
0: (laughs) And I uh, Instagrammed a, uh, Instagram slash tweeted out a picture, and people were just killing me for having a plain burger and not getting a shake. I guess that place is known for their
1: shakes. Well you know, people, here's the thing. Yeah, Jerry, tell people. I think it's funny that you, you know, you didn't exactly go outside the box. That's fine. But if that's what you want, God bless you. Why does everybody have to have an opinion about it? You ever remember Bob Dylan's song, you know, parents don't criticize what you can't understand? Yes. Why can't everybody just shut the F up, live their own life, and stop being a critic of everything?
0: Well, that's what we like to do on social media, and I was fine with it. Oh, I, had to, in life, I had to answer people media. back. I did put ketchup on it, but I had I didn't photograph it with the ketchup.
1: God damn. Yeah. I'm so tired of just the and I listen, I understand this what we do as a as a business too, what the radio station is. I understand that. doesn't mean I love it, but I mean everybody's got something to say about everything. It's just it's too much. it's
0: too much. and then this I thought, Jerry, you know sometimes uh, winter storms will bring out the best in people. you'll hear mm, not great so much stories sometimes, well, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you'll hear about people doing the right thing. yes. Uh, the Pornhub company, Jerry. Pornhub? Pornhub. Is this the video of the plows? They did the right thing, I yes. I saw this. In both Boston and New Jersey, Pornhub slapped their Pornhub logo on the uh, the plow part of a plow and went out and plowed the streets of Boston and in New Jersey as part of their giving back portion of
1: their company. Boy, they're taking in a lot, aren't they? Isn't that Nice. Now is Pornhub one of these free sites or is this a pay site? Uh, it's a free site. So how do they make money then? I think they make the money.
0: I think they make money by the companies, the porn companies that put clips on Pornhub. What they really want you to do is to watch their clips okay. and say, Oh, I like this. Let me pay for this site.
1: Interesting. So it's really just So I've heard. Well, and you did answer that very quickly. You knew it was free um <laughs> you well, i read a lot of these articles. <laughs> oh yeah sure you read a lot you were looking right at me when i asked you the question oh is that right <laughs> yes so basically it's just kind of like a kind of like what pro football talk is for porn right. right pro football talk all they're doing is linking stories for you to go find here right. they're taking the clips and hopefully you'll go to that site
0: right like let's say let's say um like what would be your
1: favorite site
0: on Pornhub. Yes, I don't. I don't have Damn. one, Jerry. I was
1: hoping I get a fast answer from you.
0: No, but really, what they want is for you to go. Oh, um, I like these. I'll give you an example of a of a of a, of a new porn genre. Okay, uh, there's a porn genre called real estate porn.
1: Okay, you told me about this. Yeah, where oh, yeah. the girls
0: uh, they pretend to be real mm-hmm. estate agents, and in order to get you to buy the house, Jerry, they do things for you. Right. Or so maybe you. I find that interesting. There's really only one site doing that, so then maybe I sign up for the site that they're
1: putting there, these clips up. Is it, I guess this is what I don't understand. Yes, Jerry. If it's free. Yeah. I see. I get your point that maybe you come attached to a specific genre. Real estate sure one genre. Like, but, but at the same time, if that site's free every day, why would anybody in their uh, right mind sure. pay for it?
0: Yeah, I don't know how it works. I'm sure they're attaching all sorts of viruses and uh, spying on our computers, but... You would think... Interesting. But there's actually a part of the Pornhub company that they call Pornhub Cares. They give scholarships. They've given scholarships in the past. Really? Scholarships to students. Yeah. Imagine I'm here on a
1: Pornhub scholarship. Well, you know what? Who cares? You're here on a scholarship. No one needs to know that. And I guess it comes back to what I've always asked you. Say what you want about what they do. It's a legitimate business. It's legal. Good for them. It comes back to: If I told you you would make, let's say, fifteen million dollars a year, could you do that? Could you own and operate a site like that? Could own, and you own and operate a gentleman's club? If you knew it was going to net you, you know, we talk yes. about seven figures and eight figure living.
0: Yes, I could. I you could. just See, have to tell. In the past, you said no. Uh, well, fifteen million dollars. I would just have to tell my nieces and nephews I would do something else.
1: But that, okay, but that's bar, that's part that's of it. Part that of the that game. was where last time you said right. you probably couldn't. Could you face your mother every day when she's right. buying you toilet paper?
0: Hmm.
1: I'm just saying it's it's a weird thing because how do you discuss business you know at Christmas time? Right. You know you got your dad, you got your sister there, your brother-in-law. So how are the new breasts? Like, what is the conversation like? You know, in terms of what you do.
0: Yes, that's Any a tough new hotties, Al. That's a tough one.
1: You know, it is Be also, too, with the relationship. I don't know how you have a relationship if you're in that business. I would think. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's always funny, like, when you'll see, like, uh, you'll hear, like, on Howard Stern or something, he'll have some porn star on, and they'll be like, well, I'm married with kids. Married with?
1: What? I don't know how that happens. There was in, in the uh, documentary you uh, referenced me to that I watched, there was the one where, her boyfriend was into her doing it because the money was so ridiculous. But two days before a shoot, he would just completely turn on her and hated her because he knew, all right, here comes the day. And then when she would get back from the weekend and the filming, he basically wouldn't look at her or talk to her. And then he'd slowly kind of come out of it and he was okay. And then they'd be fine. And then a few weeks would go by. Some opportunities would come across her email and he'd be like, yeah, you should go for it. And she goes, it was a vicious cycle where he liked the money and the things we could do, but, man, when it came time to do that, it was really brutal. Yeah, She wound up breaking up with him because of it.
0: Hmm. Tough, not easy. Jerry, I only wish the the folks at Pornhub could have come to uh, my condo complex in uh, Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Wow. Now, I was not uh, home because I was here, but my neighbor, Brian, was keeping me up to date on when the condo complex plowed our... um, streets okay and our driveways which we pay a large monthly fee sure. for right so he sent me he was sending me updates of every day of my or every couple hours of my driveway and by 6 p.m last night he sent me one and i was like what are we doing here not touched not touched Oof. so i i wrote two of scathing emails course you did to the condo complex, and do you think they responded to me, Jerry? Yes. They did not. They did not. All right. Then he, this morning, my neighbor Brian texted me a cleared-out driveway, and he said, oh, they plowed. Think how loud this is, by the way, his plowing. They plowed
1: at 1 a.m. Wow. You know what that is? That's probably an overtaxed company that contra- that was contracted out to do it, and they probably had so many jobs they get to you when they can get to you. I but, the he, know.
0: he went around the complex, and he said that our our section was the last to be plowed. Oh, is that true? Now, I feel like always threatening these condo companies, like, uh, I've gotten together with all of my neighbors, and we're not paying our monthly maintenance fee. How do you think that would work? Probably not well for you. Not for me. Because I'm
1: sure you signed. that. You, you probably would have some sort of a basis for lawsuit, because what, what I would think happen is they would try and kick you out. And then you would say uh, no because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And then they would come back and say, actually, we did. It just took us longer than we thought, but it was done. Then you have to go to court about
0: it. I would tell you this. My condo complex sucks as far as (laughs) you can break all the rules in there and nothing happens to you. Really? Yeah. That's not good. In fact, we're not allowed to have dogs there. I'm thinking of getting a dog just to get on their radar.
1: (laughs) You should. I really should. I know you should. But then, but here's the problem: you get attached to the dog. If they want to push the envelope, they can make you get rid of the dog.
0: I I, I guarantee they wouldn't let me make me get rid of the dog. They don't do anything. If oh, they don't good. follow
1: any of the rules. I'm just telling you, that's a. That's a tough one because right. if they do, you're in a spot. That's I may need I'm a saying.
0: lawyer to send a threatening letter to them, Jerry, on lawyer, lawyer letterhead.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Could you be a fake lawyer and create some uh, letterhead with like a Jerry Greco oh, no, logo no, no. and then no, I'll send them? No, but if you wanted them. to
1: threaten them, I could put a suit on and go Ooh. and kind of portray myself okay. as such. But I would not put my name to paper and I would not.
0: If you do that, Jerry, and you are going to be my lawyer and you're going to put a suit on when I sue the condo association... May I suggest Harry's as well? Because I want a clean-shaven lawyer defending me against my condo association. It's a
1: great suggestion because you don't want me to look like a mess. Yeah. You got to go in. The face has got to look good. You You got to represent well. And with Harry's, that'll get the job done.
0: Yes, you have to represent well, Jerry. And here's the way Harry's works. Uh, Harry's, you know, no more buying uh, razor blades and razors, the handles and all that stuff. No more buying that stuff in the stores. It's very expensive. You know how expensive it is, Jerry? You ever go into these drugstores and you want to buy razors and you have to find a guy with a key? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass every which way. Because that's how expensive they are? Yep. Well, Harry's is different. Two friends like you and I are friends, Jerry. These guys, their name's Jeff and Andy. They decided that uh, paying too much for razors was fugazi, so they created their own company, Harry's they have a a german engineered blade factory coincidentally in germany cuz they're german engineered blades right and they ship your razor handle your razor blades right to your front door thus cutting out the middleman and passing the savings on to you.
1: This will sound like I'm shilling for them, but it I'm does not. does sound like it, Jerry. The idea that I don't have to go buy razors yes. anymore is fantastic. And it was magnified for me mm-hmm. when I was away. I think I was in Chicago, and I forgot to bring my Harry's with me. Right. And I had to go to the drugstore down the block, and I was mortified at the prices. It's been so long since I've done it, I can not right. believe how much they charge in the drugstore.
0: That's right. Jerry, Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades. They want you to try their most popular trial set for free. You get yourself a razor handle of your choice, five blade cartridge, and shaving gel, and it's free when you sign up. You just pay a small fee for shipping. If you want to redeem this free trial offer, and as my lawyer, I'm demanding it, (laughs) go to harrys.com slash postgame right now. Harrys.com slash postgame when you show up in court, as my lawyer. Going after my condo complex, you're in a suit, you're clean shaven with German-engineered blades. There's probably going to be a settlement for me. I like it, Jerry. I take you to the state of Florida. Oh, when are we going? Uh, no, this is a story oh, the from story. Florida. Well, that yeah. was kind of a tease. Uh, the Everglades, actually. Um, they're looking for and taking applications now. If you're out of work or looking for part-time work. Uh, for python hunters
1: <laughs> Python hunters By Jerry. The way, mm-hmm. why you even need a, why ain't even need a resume or an application if you find someone stupid enough that wants to be a python hunter, you're hired. Good luck
0: evidently they this waiver they're looking for 25 Floridians to take these jobs as python hunters. It only pays minimum wage, which is oh my God. in Florida. an hour. How do you risk your
1: life for $8 an hour?
0: Good question. There are bonuses. You get bonuses for getting uh, pythons larger than four feet. So
1: it's performance-based. Performance-based, yes, Jerry. Say how much the bonuses are.
0: Well, in addition to an hourly wage, the python killers will get $50 for each snake measuring up to four feet. $50. $50. And an additional $25 for every foot past that. I
1: thought you were going to say 500
0: No. $50? But
1: Pyth- they can go suck their own python. Python
0: hunters can get another $100 for each python taken that was guarding a
1: nest of eggs. Oh, my God. How do you, well, first of all, how do you prove that? I bring the python to you. Listen, everyone was guarding a nest of eggs. Well, good
0: question again, Jerry, and I have the answer. You're required to take a photo of that. You are required to have a phone with a camera on it in order to get this
1: job. So first of all, you have to deal with a dangerous python. Yes, Number that's two, correct. Number two, you're going have to have the awareness to take your phone out and start snapping pictures in hopes that there's not another one around that might wrap itself around your body and squeeze you to death. Right. That sounds fantastic. Or eat you.
0: Now, I like this part. They say you are allowed to use a gun, but a gun is not required. <laughs>
1: That is brutal. Would you man. sign up for this? Let me think. No, hmm. not even. I'd have to be. No, there are a lot of outdoorsy guys in Florida that might want to do this. You know, the problem is there are so many jobs out there for eight dollars an hour. Why yes. would you pick that one?
0: Because you're outdoors. It's not a uh, office
1: job. I Some people go don't like shopping that. Shopping carts at the uh, at the at the stop and shop or the Walmart. I don't need to go find pythons. I might even make more money pushing shopping carts. I could go be, I go work at Disney World, then uh, have people go on the tilt-a-whirl. The well, here's
0: the difference, Jerry. You're not going to get, you're not going to get a bonus for getting an extra large
1: shopping cart. I at also the end might of the not night. get eaten. Where's the adventurous spirit, though? Have you seen some of these jackasses on vacation? Rude. Plenty of adventure.
0: Oh, if you were Plenty going to Disney adventure. instead of hunting yes. pythons,
1: I, I think I'll pass on the hunting pythons. Hmm. I gotta go.
0: This was good. This was good, Jerry. Now I just realized, you know, I don't have a car here because I uh, took a Lyft ride in on uh, sure. Tuesday. Sure, sure. So now I'm, uh, I've am i got to take the train.
1: Good luck with that.
0: To another car. Right. Because for some reason, while it costs $36 for a Lyft car from Basking Ridge to New that was York. That a mistake.
1: Has to be a mistake.
0: Going from New York back to Basking Ridge is like $80, <laughs> and I'm not paying
1: that. Well, good luck.
0: And, Thank you, Jerry. Uh, enjoy your day. All right, and I guess if you take a job hunting pythons, just give me two weeks' notice.
1: So, it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, Al, good morning. It's Wednesday. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. So, the Knicks actually won a game last night, which was kind of cool because they don't win much. Not that we're going to talk a whole lot about the Knicks, but did you get a load of what Carmelo Anthony was wearing after the game?
0: Was he wearing, like, a mink
1: coat? He looked like Davy Crockett. He oh, had his a hat. He had a mink or fur coat on. He wears this big ridiculous, ridiculous Russian hat. I guess you would call it. I mean, what is he doing?
0: Well, the the mink thing he had around his neck was kind of like a rink, a mink scarf that had to be like fake mink. There's I, no chance. He makes thirty
1: million dollars a year. You
0: yeah, don't but think I'm saying he afford real mink. No, I think he can not afford real mink, but that's.
1: A no-no these days. You can't oh. have real mink, and people would be furious. So if you walk out of Hudson Street wearing a mink coat a la Joe Namath back yes. in the 60s, someone would have a problem yeah, with that.
0: Yeah, someone would have a problem with it. Fair enough. That's why I'm sure Carmelo's was a fake mink coat. Now, oh. you think his hat looked Davy Crockett-ish? I did. See, it reminded me of uh, George Costanza once got a a Russian uh, hat, a (laughs) sable hat. I remember, and then uh, he thought it was this really expensive Russian hat, and then peeling off on his head. (laughs) Yeah, it started uh, got into all the Kenny Rogers roasters chickens, and it turned out it was a
1: rat hat. What would you do? If one day you realized you can never watch another Seinfeld rerun,
0: well, I've seen them all a thousand times, so they're all your they're life all is up here, Jerry. a
1: Seinfeld episode. They're all up here. You I
0: know, could, I know I could relate any story anyone has to a Seinfeld episode. I'll mm. go, oh, that's just like this is what it's like hanging out with me. Oh, it's just like on Seinfeld. So
1: when you see a story in the New York Post or the Daily News that a car plunged into the water, you would think.
0: I'll have something to do with Boca the Hux, Vista. Uh, del Boca Vista, right? right? The Cadillac,
1: right? I'm actually I'm bothered that you didn't. Yeah, you that got that one quickly. before me, Jerry. Well, I was in my head. Oh, right.
0: Uh, this a Ball family. This is a problem. What's the guy's name? Is Levar Ball? Levar yeah? Ball, yes. He's the father. He's got. By the way, you could only hope, Jerry, that your two boys will soon be dominating the NBA like this, and you could be like a Levar Ball
1: if they're dominating the NBA. Yeah.
0: If. if. So he's got three boys. One is in, uh, one is in, U- at UCLA. Correct. Two others are in high school, mm-hmm. committed to UCLA. He-, he wants a lot of money for a, he wants to do a three way shoe deal. Yes. With the boys. But this shoe deal can't even take place t- till 2020.
1: Well, there's the a lot. School. There's a lot going on here. He wants a billion dollar deal. A billion, right now. One I was watching, billion dollars. I was actually watching PTI yesterday, which yes. I don't watch oh, very often. Show. But with the snow, I was in, and I put that on yesterday. And Kornheiser made a great point. Actually, he goes, "If they turn out to be great NBA players, now we don't know. They may be flops until we see. We don't know. Amaze balls, okay. exactly. A billion dollars for Eddie's three back. of them. Eddie's back. <laughs> For three of them is actually not that big a deal. Right. He got into the whole look at what LeBron's making, look at what Harden's making, look at what Jordan. Westbrook is making. Well, Jordan is a different level. But the point is, all of these guys get 10 year deals, Steph Curry too from Under Armour, that will be in the neighborhood of two, three, four hundred million dollars. So if you're asking for a billion dollar deal split three ways and you're still talking three, four, five years from now. That might be a bargain, as absurd as that sounds. My
0: favorite part, though, was he goes. The father, Lavar Ball, goes. We don't need it all up front,
1: right? Oh, it's we'll like a hundred million to start. Oh, you don't need a billion <laughs> right
0: now, into your bank the most account.
1: Absurd thing he said, though, and I. I, I I hate that we're actually talking about him because he's accomplished his goal. We are like sheep, like everybody else talking about LeVar Ball now. He, You know, the whole thing, how I could have beaten Michael Jordan one-on-one. It's like, in what life, man? So he's saying dumb things to where, and the USA Today put this out, I guess he was trending on Twitter with the hashtag LeVar Ball says. I'll give you a couple of them. Tell me if you like this. Some of them are really dumb. Uh, Levar, LeVar Ball says, if Matt Ryan was my son, that 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl would have been 63-3. Uh, if God was his son, Earth would have been created in one day, not seven. If I played golf, 59 would be par. And the other one was, uh, he parts the sea anytime he walks on the beach.
0: Amaze balls. Now, what right. did this guy do for a living, this LeVar I have no Ball? no idea.
1: I, I don't know. I, I don't know why we care. Well, I mean, he's I, the same guy. He said his son is already better than Steph Curry. Can he go do it first? I mean, stop.
0: Now I have no children, Jerry. But if I did, I I would love to be Lavar Ball and you just, just have, have the parrot. Yeah, I would have children that were going to just be my meal ticket. Your meal ticket, three of them, no less. <laughs> guess, Not one. I guess three he'll act kids. as their
1: agent, right? Definitely. What is it? What do you take? Ten percent if you're the dad.
0: Yeah, d- yeah. Or the you dad? give him
1: a bargain. Give him. You take two percent.
0: I would look to do a three-way, $1 billion deal, see if <laughs> You're done. whatever percentage that would be.
1: <laughs> I'm good with 4%. Yes. I'm okay with my $40 million. It's so stupid, I swear. Uh, did you see Stefan Gilmore, the guy the Patriots signed? He had a baby girl. Well, his wife or fiance or girlfriend had a baby girl. My fiance. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, did you like the name they picked out?
0: So he has a baby girl on the day he signs with the Patriots, I believe. Okay. And then they named their baby girl... Giselle,
1: Very smart. You talk about endearing yourself to Tom Brady very quickly. But in some
0: ways, kind of creepy. Why?
1: Well, well, Brian Monzo has kids every other year, or right. every year actually, and he he's puts... A lot of children. He puts... Uh, his kids have a Ranger name Oh, in their full name.
0: But he doesn't work with the Rangers.
1: No, he doesn't, but he's a big Ranger fan, and he goes that direction.
0: It'd be like if you had a, another boy. And named him Boomer. Named him Carton. <laughs>
1: okay, well, or Craig. Or Craig. I mean, Giselle's not their last name. That's just that's Yeah, a but Giselle's name. the unique name. Bunchen. I
0: mean, he did name the girl Bunchen. No, no, no. Right. But Giselle is a unique name. Like, Craig yeah, is a
1: common name. Agreed. Boomer is unique. Boomer is unique. Right.
0: That would be weird if you showed up here and go, guys, I had a new baby boy. Boomer
1: Reco boomer carton recco <laughs> no you want both names yeah in now. yeah that would be a little bit much and plus, a guy like this he'll be traded in a year well, i was gonna say what if he gets cut after one season yeah well i mean these things ha- well it's kind of like um eric mangini i believe named one of his sons when he was the coach of the jets i think he named one of his sons brett after brett uh Favre.
0: yes he did you're I'm correct.
1: pretty sure and now how does that look Well. Not so good. Still
0: a legendary player. It is a
1: legendary player. That is very true. And then the one thing with the Browns and Geno Smith, I know you're fascinated by this. I'm
0: more fascinated at the fact that, uh, you know, teams are desperate for quarterbacks. Badly. Badly. Yes. I mean, there are names being tossed around. The guys I forgot, Josh McCown and Geno Smith got a visit with the Giants. The Browns are interested in him because the assumption is the Osweiler will be gone at some point, and they are looking to Geno Smith maybe to even be a starter. Why is Ryan Fitzpatrick's name? I don't know. Is not even surfaced I, anywhere.
1: I, I don't know. He had a great season two years ago, and as bad as he was last year, you really do have to take into account the ridiculous amount of injuries the Jets had. I mean, the offensive line was brutal last year. A lot of injuries up front. Eric Decker's out. I don't know. I really. But you would think, at the very least, he's a competent. I'm not saying he's a great NFL quarterback. I'm not even saying he's a very good NFL quarterback. But he's a competent NFL cornerback that can get you through a season. And you're right. The one name we haven't heard at all is Ryan Fitzpatrick. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me.
0: Yeah, Geno Smith's getting more play, Jerry.
1: And I'll give you this one, too, before we take a break. I want to know, are you a big numbers guy? Numbers? Yeah, like when you get your Boomer and Carton softball jersey, you are numbered. Let me think here for a second. I have six. Craig's always eight. Boomer's seven. Are you nine? I'm I'm
0: 47.
1: All right, you're 47. Is that
0: important to you? Well, I, I I like John Lynch was my favorite NFL player so, so he you, wore 47 if, so I like
1: that let's say we got new Boomer and carton jerseys and I don't know Eddie was given 47 by mistake mm. and he liked 47. would you pay him for the number
0: uh I would uh, only if I had was a long time that number and I had merchandise going with that number
1: well DJ swearinger went to the Redskins DJ and,
0: swearinger
1: yes and he wanted his number 36. So he paid, well, I forget how you pronounce it, Sue Cravens had the number. He paid him $75,000 to switch numbers. Now, I know he's making a lot of money on his contract. $75,000 for a number?
0: The thing I don't like about switching numbers, I'm all right with that. I don't like when a guy, like let's say a guy's been on a team for a while, and he, he's been wearing the same number, and some big stud comes in as a free agent, and they just give him the number?
1: I don't think they ever just give him the number. I think they are given something for the number, but I've never seen that amount. I mean, I've seen ten thousand, seventy-five thousand dollars—a lot of money. Eddie's saying in
0: my ear that uh, John Franco gave Piazza his number. Okay, that's so not manly to do. It seems I guarantee like you're bowing you bowing down he just, to another man well, I don't in know the about locker that. room.
1: Well, it's a respect thing, I think. No, mm. and I'm sure he—I'm sure John got something for it. I don't think he just said, "Oh, yeah, no problem there, Mike." I'm sure Piazza paid him for it. So I'd you like, w- you would not.
0: On this team, I'm number 12. Hmm. That was that my go? number. That, I thought you were 47. Well, I'm saying if I'm number 47 on this club, you come in this locker room, I wear 47. Unless you have... I'd
1: have Lavar Ball ask for one billion dollars. <laughs> <$50. laughs> Boomer and Carton coming up in a few on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Enough right, time for a couple more stories. Knicks beat the Pacers last night, eighty-seven to eighty-one. Thunder over the Nets, one twenty-two, one hundred four. NCAA tournament underway. Uh, I found or you found this gem online about well, two of them. Uh, Sylvester Stallone one, Anthony Rizzo two. So start with Stallone.
0: Uh, yeah, he Instagrammed a photo of uh, him filming Rocky Three, where he was uh, doing a headstand in the ring, and as he said, trying to get blood back to his brain since his diet that he was on uh, was making him woozy. I it was guess
1: unbelievable if you read the regimen.
0: They said he was only had two point nine percent body fat, right? Which they say is dangerous levels.
1: Which makes sense if you remember that movie that he looked like he had no body fat, let mm-hmm. alone two point
0: nine. Yeah, Rocky Three. That he was eating uh, a little bit of tuna, oatmeal, brown rice, cookies. And then I thought this was interesting because I I see Eddie is sort of on the Sylvester Stallone diet. (laughs) 25 (laughs) cups of
1: coffee. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Talk about the caffeine he was putting in there. But he wasn't eating anything else. A lot of egg whites, too. And do you see what he looks like now at 70 years old and he's still working out? Yeah, he looks awkwardly fit.
0: He does. For a 70-year-old He's 70. man. 70.
1: He looks fantastic. And then quickly, we've got 30 seconds. Uh, move that into the Anthony Rizzo story, which before Game 7 of the World Series.
0: Yeah, in the new Tom Ferducci book about the Cubs, he says that Anthony Rizzo gave a speech, a Rocky speech from the, the Rocky one where he says it's not how many times you get hit, but how many times you can get hit mm-hmm. and get and back up. up. Yep. He gave that speech to the Cubs in the locker room before Game 7.
1: But here's the bad part of that story. Wilson Contreras, I think it was Wilson Contreras, basically starts spraying stuff at his jungle area, as we like to say, to where he got really angry and had to go take a shower and then figured, you know what, screw it, let's do it again. Why would you do that?
0: But he did the whole speech
1: nude. Nude. Walks around nude. Nude.